Welcome to part two of a three-part interview series with Jeremy Ryan Slate from the Create Your Own Life podcast. Sit back and kick your feet up because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and today's episode is a continuation of Jeremy's story, where we'll cover the impact that Jeremy's podcast has had on his listeners' lives and how a tragic event allowed him to put things into focus for his own life. Again, I really hope that you'll be kind enough to share your feedback with me on Twitter as these interview episodes are still very experimental. Without further ado, here is Jeremy Ryan Slate from the Create Your Own Life podcast. There's kind of a story to the biggest impactful thing that happened to me. I was actually, I usually work out first thing in the morning before I get to work on everything. And I was in the gym getting changed. And there's this this guy waving to me, and I finally get ready to go. I'm just about to walk out. He's like, "Hey, bro, hey, bro," and I'm like, "Yeah, do I do I know you?" And he's like, "I listen to your podcast," and I'm just like, "What?" And one of the trainers at the gym had apparently recommended it to him, and he goes, "Man, your episode 13 on the exact steps to find the purpose in my life have been huge for me because you know what? I decided, you know, I'm 27. I really didn't know what I wanted to do in life. I just found my purpose with your help." And I went back to school because I know I can do it because I actually had some actionable stuff I could do. His his response to me was, I, I don't know if you swear on this show, but he, he said, uh, I, I hate that woo-woo motivational shit. And this is yeah. stuff I can actually do. And I was it, the thing that was impactful for me was they're getting the point. You know what I mean? It's, it's stuff you can actually do. It's not just, you know, woo-hoo, you can do it. I always finish the show with the one question, you know, it, what does the word success mean to you? Because just a, a, on a personal note, like if you look at the definitions of words over the years and over the centuries and things like that, they change. And, you know, a lot of times that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing because it can be used to help people and it can be used to control people. So I want to know in their mind, what does success mean? And the funny thing I found out is They figured out what success meant when they figured out how to shift it from something that had to do with just themselves to being something bigger that was kind of a mission for other people. And that's really, really huge because I've asked this question to probably almost 100 interviewees at this point and everybody's saying, you know, success is success is getting myself successful so that I can help others because, you know, I'm no good to anybody else if I'm not able to, you know, sustain and take care of myself and then I can actually go out and help others. Something that was always taught to me in my, my years of business training was it, let's let's say, you know, you're on a plane and it's it's got a chance of going down. You know, the oxygen mask pops out. The first direction they always give you is put it on yourself, then worry about your children. If you can't breathe, man, you're not any good to anybody. Back in 2013, um, I was still uh, working part-time substitute teaching and then also working at the gym. 
Um, I was a personal trainer and then, and then weekend manager at the gym as well. So on Saturday I was getting ready to, I usually would go to the gym first and I'd go home and get changed. And then I'd go back to work and work there for the rest of the day until they closed. So, um, my boss had asked me to come in early that day and it was always kind of something that aggravated me was, you know, she'd always asked me to come in early, but this day that she asked me to come early, I went home to get changed. I was still living with my parents at the time and I couldn't find my mom. And it turned out that my mom had had a very severe stroke. And if I hadn't left, uh, the gym early at that point in time, I would have never found her in enough time for her brain to still have enough oxygen and still be functioning. That was really huge for me. And I, I've got to say that, you know, I really don't remember those one, you know, between two and three days of my life because it was such a traumatic experience. You know, it's, it's kind of left, it's, it's left my mom, you know, she, she's still the most enthusiastic person out there, but it's left her without her ability to speak. Um, so she communicates as best she can. We've, we've kind of rigged up an iPad for her to be able to do that. Um, but it's also paralyzed the right side of her body. So she's no longer able to work. So she's had a lot of things taken away from her. So for me, that really had a big impact where I was, where it was like at the time I had, was working at the gym, everything else. I had actually just been hired as a full-time teacher. So I would spend the next year doing that. But this was kind of the moment for me that said, you know, you've got to do something because, you know, life is short and life is precious. And, you know, this could happen to any one of us at any time. You know, she had big dreams, but, you know, she really can't achieve those now because of these things that have happened to her. And that's it, it's a negative thing in some ways, but it's it's also a positive because one of the I'm very interested in stoic philosophy. And one of the biggest things is taking those obstacles or those things that happen to us and actually using them for our own benefit. You know, this is a horrible thing that happened, but it actually helped me to find the motivation to want to find a better life and create a better life for myself and other people. It, it was an extremely traumatic experience and I was, it, it was, it showed me how precious life was, but initially it paralyzed me and it took me a while to kind of figure out how this could be a motivation. That's it for episode 65. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please remember to subscribe. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for part three of Jeremy's story. And could you do me a favor? Please reach out to me on Twitter at Greg Clunas and let me know what you thought of this episode. I want to create something that is both entertaining and educational for you. And this requires experimentation. Now, I'm completely willing to do that. But in order to improve, I need your honest feedback. So reach out to me on Twitter and let me know what you thought. Until tomorrow, I've been Greg Clunas. And remember, all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day, every day. Oh,